brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello and welcome to Investigate Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Chad, alongside my beautiful wife, Sherry. Sherry, say what's up. Hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast. I hope you're moving around and dancing a little bit because this song <laughs> yeah. definitely makes me want to move around and dance. It's like we're DJs every time I play this song. Um, guys, welcome to the show. It's 7.15 p.m. here on the East Coast of the beautiful United States of America, December the 4th, 2023. It's been a few days, actually, since we've done an episode, and we feel a little off because it's like, you know, anytime you're away for four or five days, it's weird getting back into this. But listen, tonight we're talking about catastrophic disclosure what does that mean what does that mean the ufo uap community um you know when i look at the ufo and uap community uh everyone is just waiting on something and i think we've actually had a lot of things controlled release uh or i guess what you would call slow drip release over the past few years and that's exactly what the united states government and the world governments in whole really that's what they want they need and have to have what is called controlled disclosure. There's a lot of reasons why they need controlled disclosure, but if you understand and start to understand how world governments work, how economies work, how belief systems work, how everything about society works, um, controlled disclosure of non-human intelligence that we cannot even technically fully explain to our citizens, um, yeah, that's why you want cold or at least controlled disclosure. There's another reason why you want controlled disclosure because you have a lot of money in it, military industrial complex, Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, all these companies also have invested interest for presumably selling technology from UFO and UAP craft uh, to further our, I guess, advancement into the world of technology and weaponry and all this stuff. But what does catastrophic disclosure mean? We're very close to that. We're at a red line. And what does that essentially mean? That means that the government or people in general, whoever thinks they are fully in control of this disclosure process of UA, or UAPs and UFOs, mm -hmm. when they realize that they are no longer actually the ones in control of disclosure, it is actually whoever the UAP and UFO people, non-human intelligence are, they're really the ones in control. And once it is fully disclosed, that would be catastrophic disclosure. Let me read you briefly what the definition of catastrophic disclosure is. Catastrophic disclosure in the context of UFOs or non-human intelligence typically refers to a scenario where the revelation of certain information about unidentified aerial phenomena 
or extraterrestrial life could have profound and potentially disruptive effects on society, belief systems, geopolitical stability, all of this. It implies that the disclosure of such information might have far-reaching consequences that could be challenging to manage or navigate. Now, so that kind of tells you why the government doesn't really want no. us to know the truth. Partially, maybe. Because, you know, they feel like it's going to disrupt normal daily life. Yeah, everything. Um, Partially, right? I mean, obviously, there's going to be so many people listening to us, and and I'm one of those um, that 100% believe that uh, the military-industrial complex, companies such as Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, others that are what many people believe are working on reverse engineering from some of this technology of alien spacecraft or non-human intelligence craft, um, they have a money uh, aspect of this. They have a money interest mm-hmm. in this. They want to reverse engineer craft, or at the very least, they want to be able to use or understand um, some of these craft to be able to use on our weaponry, and not just our weaponry, by the way. These companies that are reverse engineering, they don't give a damn if they're selling it to the United States or China or Russia. And I think that's something no one understands. They don't care who they're technically selling it to. Um, they just want to make the most amount of money ever. You know, this is the reality of like, who's the highest bidder? Mm-hmm. One thing to Ashton with MH370, uh, you know, one thing he, he constantly asks, especially on many different podcasts, he says, you know, if the United States, because Keeping in mind, MH370, for people that do not know about the whole Ashton Forbes, MH370 thing, and all of the evidence he has presented, we've had him on the podcast many times. For those that don't know, MH370 was uh, uh, circled, or, or in, I guess, it was surrounded by orbs, uh, which is what some of this footage is showing. And it looks like these orbs made this plane disappear. Ashton Forbes, along with many of his team, uh, and the people kind of backing this believes that this is U.S. reverse engineered technology. And the thing is, you know, there's one thing Ashton often asks. He says, you know, if the United States has this technology, does other governments have this technology? Well, in my opinion, um, if this is actual U.S. technology that was supplied by Lockheed or Raytheon or whoever, mm-hmm. it would be hard-pressed to say that other countries don't have it because these companies— these very same companies, including Lockheed, you know, for example, F-16s, they sell them to more than just the United States of America. They sell technology to countries around the world. This is 100% fact. That's why you will see, typically, many of these aircraft that are, you know, allies of the United States, they'll have these aircraft, they'll right. have this technology. Right. Um, Israel has, for example, right. F-16s, yes. F-15s. They have a, a lot of the same fighter uh, jets that we have. But, but I th- hope to God they're not selling this technology to our adversaries. Well, we don't know. We <laughs> don't know, Because that would be though. pretty crazy, thinking it's an American company. But, you know, you see this all the time with arms and weapons. You know, American, whoever it is, are mm-hmm. selling our arms to people that are against us mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, so, it happens all the time. Yeah, I you mean, could see how that would work. Yeah, you see it in the Middle East. You see it all these places. Um but, yeah, it, it, it is something to think about, right? I mean, and we're just talking about on the concept of reverse engineering. Right. If we had that, yes. would they sell it to our adversaries? Yeah. And who knows? Or, you know, and I get, you know, selling it to our people that are our allies, but not our ad- adversaries. Yeah. 
So, um, so let's get into this, uh, everybody. We we got to talk about what is catastrophic disclosure. Why are we so close to what is known as catastrophic disclosure? I think there's something that a lot of people are missing the point of, right? I think this is something that I want everyone that is listening to fully understand. I want you to sit down for a minute, wherever you're at, pull over on the side of the road. If you're on your way to work, <laughs> if you're on your way home, I, I want you guys to fully understand what we're talking about. Now, there are conspiracy theories out there. There are all these things in the UFO and UAP community. Now, in large part, UFO and UAP community believe that 100% all these things are UFOs and UAPs. They are all aliens. They are all from another planet. They are coming down. They are very advanced, and they have these things. Now, also, there's a lot of deeper concepts, such as non-human intelligence, interdimensionality. And then you have, for example, Ashton Forbes and MH370 investigation, where they believe it is, you know, some of the stuff we're seeing is reverse engineered technology. I've commented on that as far as what I believe you know, could the United States have technology that appears to be so far advanced that we can't even imagine that? Um, I still stand true to believe that I don't think so. But um, but on the contrary, where I stand, I think about Bob Lazar still to this day when they were trying to reverse engineer things way back then in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You know, they did. Now this is 2023. You know, you think about the 80s till now. That's a long time to try to figure out things that don't belong to us. And Bob Lazar took his friends outside the out or on the outskirts mm-hmm. of Area 51. Right. Because he knew when their testing times were of these craft. Exactly. So obviously, according to Bob Lazar's story, we were already able to manipulate these things enough to get in the air. In 1980s, yeah. Or 90s, whenever it I was. I think it was yeah. the 80s, yeah. Late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. So to the to the contrary, right? Have we reverse engineered some of this stuff? Very, very well possible, right? Sounds crazy to me. Sounds very uh, crazy that we could possibly do that. So I can't say without a reason about that that's not the case. But what I was saying is, if you want to pull over, what we have to understand is, <laughs> is that the concept of non-human intelligence and UFOs and UAPs is real. I want, I want us to all understand this. Now, for those that have followed us for a while, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure every time we do a UFO episode, we're going to get new people. And for the new people that have not listened to our other episodes and all this stuff, we do have a biblical series. We have three episodes out right now. And we're not Christian. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is we, I grew up Christian. Sherry grew up Jewish. We've heard all this, the whole story before. A lot of you have. But part of the reason why we have kind of just dove into the Bible is not just UFOs and UAPs, even though I, I, I have for a very long time wanted to connect a lot of the stories in the Bible to UFOs, because I do 100% think a lot, of the, a lot of the witness accounts in the Bible and all this stuff about chariots in the sky and, mm-hmm. and all these things, first of all, and, and someone pointed this out to me the other day, Nathan, um, <laughs> chariots, <laughs> chariots in the sky, it was like you said, look, this is back in biblical days, right? and you're talking about something in the sky. Exactly. A craft, right? right? So, you know, there was something in the sky back then. Well, um, you got to so think very about important. that. And you got to think about the artifacts way back then. Yeah. They were carving and drawing pictures the, the of things that they were seeing in the sky. Yeah. These things look like some kind of aircraft or some kind of something in the sky. Saucers. So, right. They, they, they even had like beings that were on cave walls and, mm-hmm. and other walls that right. looked like alien beings. 
look very similar to a lot of the concepts that we see in movies and television today. Exactly. Um, but wait, what, what, what I want to explain to you guys is that we have non-human intelligence, I believe. Like this is, I don't think these are conspiracies. I don't think this is theories. I think it is 100% fact at this point. Right. Now, what does that mean for everything? Everything that we have always known, have always understood, have always believed, what does that mean for us? And so when people ask us, which most people don't actually, but there have been a few people that said, why are you even why are you even going back in the Bible? I mean, besides the Israel thing and and just a lot of the Middle East stuff, we, we, we really want to understand like where some of that stuff started potentially, mm-hmm. at least according to historical text. But then you got to also look at the Bible from a uh, standpoint of what we're dealing with now, not just wars and plagues and all this stuff, but you also have to look at the Bible, I believe, um, whether you believe everything in the Bible or not, because there are many variations of the Bible or historical texts and, and religious standpoints. Um, but I think it's no different if you want to look at things like that or people that say, hey, the, the end times are near, and here's why, because this is what the Bible says, and here's all the prophecies that have been fulfilled that say this. Um, you also have to look at UFOs and aliens and 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 this non-human intelligence. Now, now there, there could be a concept here that people could argue catastrophic disclosure could destroy religion in whole. I mean, and, and I want to make that very clear. And this is something that, you know, do I think the government is holding off on disclosure because of their religious implications? No, Mm-mm. because the government doesn't give a damn about no. religious implications I mean, you, anyway. Yeah, you can see what's going on right now. Just with everything. <laughs> We're the least religious we've been in a long, long time as a world. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in, in many ways, maybe that would help their cause. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would help the government cause, especially if you have listened to any of our episodes before where we're talking about this world is, regardless of what you want to believe about the Bible or not, the world is moving to a global governance. I mean, that's just a fact. Uh, all countries around the world, not all, the ones that are trying to hold out their very best, such as Hungary, um, they're getting penalized for it. They're getting destroyed because of it. The countries that do not want globalists or global governance they are the ones that are being destroyed. They're being penalized. They're being sanctioned. They're being all these things. Um, and e- even in some cases, they're being, uh, they're in wars right now. And we won't even go into all that. But the countries that are holding out on some of these things um, are the ones that are penalized. And the rest of the world is going towards a one world governance system. I mean, you know, th- these little steps start with World Health Organizations. The um, United Nations, NATO, European Union, there's all of these global governance systems. Over the past, especially five years, we've, heard, we've actually heard leaders around the world say, we, will, we want a new world order. We want this new world system. Mm-hmm. You talk about CBDCs, you talk about a one world currency. We are leading into that now to where... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't think it's by accident that, you know, the dollar in the United States is is worth less than it has been in in a very long time. Um, you talk about the same thing with the pound, and um, you know, which is also, by the way, how George Soros really made a lot of his money. He uh, he manipulated the pound. He knew exactly how to do it. And George Soros is also very heavy into a lot of the global governance stances and 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 the pushes towards that. So, what does all this mean? Well, disclosure, in my opinion, or catastrophic disclosure is not necessarily their worry that you're going to not believe in God because of a non-human intelligence. That's not why. And that's what they want you to, to believe. They, they want you to believe right now. They're trying to tell you that, hey, guys, it would be catastrophic if you guys actually knew what was going on with aliens and UFOs and, and non-human intelligence. And, and, and one of the things they want to start trying to push out there to you is it would, it's because it would just disrupt all of our belief systems. That's, that's like the number one thing they want to tell you, although I believe that's a 100% lie because I don't think that the existence of UFOs or non-human intelligence, interdimensional beings, which is a lot of this stuff, there's a lot of whistleblowers, a lot of insiders that are saying, hey, look, we can't, we can't necessarily explain some of this. Um, but, but from everything that I have kind of researched, some of the people that have reached out, I mean, we've had people reach out to us in our DMS that are highly connected in certain assets or certain government factions, um, that have told us some stuff. I mean, and, and I'm not going to go into who the, who that person is, but some of the things they have kind of told us is, is right along the lines of this stuff. We don't necessarily 100% understand, uh, it is more on the side of the interdimensionality of, of right. things rather than just a physical mm-hmm. alien uh, being or craft coming from Zeta Reticula or whatever. These are things that potentially have always been here or have always had existence in our realm. These are things we don't necessarily fully understand. And I want to um, mention, too, it's not just in the sky that these things occur. They're also in the oceans. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen many reports of military actually getting video of these things going into the ocean like full force. Yeah. And you could never see any kind, you know, in our day, you can't see any kind of a- aircraft doing that. Oh, absolutely. Going not. from air to ocean. That's impossible. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's I mean, it's it's one of those things that, yeah, it looks crazy, right? Something that goes from from ocean or water to, to air to moving at insane breakneck speeds. Um, one of my entire concepts of why I don't think it's United States government technology is because whoever has the technology, I believe, period, controls the world. I believe that. Unless, the only way I would say unless, is that if the United States knew that other countries had the same technology, right? And they knew that we had it. Exactly. And they're all, like, afraid to use it on each other because that would be, like, the end. Well, it'd be the end, yeah. Yeah. So... So if 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 this is reverse engineered technology, and keeping in mind, we've had UFOs 
and, and down spacecraft around the world for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not right. just the United States, right, right. but even the Italy, uh, what David Grush mm-hmm. was talking about, the Italy incident. Right. Um, the United States obviously went over and got that craft, brought it back to the United States. But what, what about Russia? We know Russia has had them. We know that China has had these. We know that governments around the world have had these, um, these down craft. Now, there's been a lot of people reach out to and say, well, if these freaking things are so advanced, why are they crashing? It doesn't make sense, right? And you're right. It doesn't, right? It, that doesn't necessarily 100% make sense, but we also don't understand what these things are and how they're operating and why they're operating. Is, is potentially some of the reason why they crash is because they do go from an interdimensional, mm-hmm. an interdimensional state into a physical state. Right. Because, you know, the same way that if we went into a from a, from a physical state to an interdimensional state, um, things can happen that we are just not used to. I mean, uh, there's been actual scientists and, and psychologists and psychi- uh, psychiatrists that believe some of their reasoning, actually, for some people's uh, going schizophrenic going crazy, going, killing her entire family, doing just crazy shit that you, you, you find this person one day that is normal. And, and all of his friends, all of his family, everyone has always said, dude was normal. And all of a sudden one day, killed his entire family. And then, and then killed himself. And everyone's like, what the hell? I know we can, and I, I, I guess we just write that off as mental illness. Mental illness. That's all it is. But who who knows, right? If we're and, and this is what I'm talking about. When we talk about catastrophic disclosure, what does that really mean and how does it affect every a, uh, faction of our life? Well, I'm not saying that aliens and UFOs or non-human intelligence are a reason why people get into that realm and, and do these things. But we also don't know where people go and can go in their mind that we just don't understand. Same way that we don't understand that non-human intelligence, these beings, these these very smart things that are mm-hmm. in another dimension, it seems like, right. can also come into a physical dimension and, and interact with our worldly things. Um, and Sherry and I have talked about this, like oh, yeah. with, the, with the true crime stuff, the mm-hmm. whatever. But, have you, like, you know, what if, you know, we, we've heard of possessions, people being possessed. Think about exorcists. Think about all these things. These are demonic possessions of people. There have been priests around the world that have that have encountered these things. They have went and actually tried to, uh, um, you know, perform an exorcism on mm-hmm. people. Right. Seems, and I think it's real. I, I do think it's real, but we don't know what is actually inhabiting these bodies. But it has to do with something from a another dimension, realm. a, a spiritual, spiritual realm. realm, a different dimension. Absolutely. Something that probably was alive at one time. Maybe. And is in between. Or maybe they never were. I don't know. See, that's the yeah. thing. That, that, that's what we never know mm-hmm. the full existence right. of the world we live in, the universe we live and in. And how these things can go from their dimension to our dimension and actually interact with us. I yeah. think that takes a lot of practice. For sure. If you think about that, if we, you know, some of us accidentally go into different realms or dimensions we don't know what the hell we're doing, a lot of us. There are some people that know how to control their minds and can go there, especially these people that are like in the huge meditated state yeah. people. Very they know, yes, state, they yeah. know how to use their brains. They can go way further into different states than we could ever think about. But I'm just talking about like a normal human being. A lot of us don't have that capability 
to understand if we got to another dimension or somewhere else. We don't know how to we don't how know to interact how to with interact that. or respond yeah. to these things. Well, and and that's kind of what you know. We've talked on the podcast before about people that do DMT, right. which is you know it is a naturally it's more naturally occurring substance in animals, which is why a lot of people believe that maybe animals have a, a higher sense, like a sixth sense, yeah, yeah, like a sixth sense of things. Mm-hmm. Like a, you know, we've heard of stories about dogs and and especially dogs, but I'm sure other animals, but dogs in particular that would. Um, know that their owner had cancer before they ever got diagnosed. Mm-hmm. There, were, there were certain things that they would do. Um, they always have the sixth sense, even with storms and, and just all of these things, they have another, it's like another realm of their brain. Although they may seem dumber than us in some of the physical capabilities we have, I think they do have a higher transcending, um, I guess, connection with some other right. realm that we don't, Absolutely. right? And, and I think, and, and many scientists believe that that's because the DMT release, which is essentially from their pineal gland, which is mm-hmm. where, I guess, from scientists' standpoint, the DMT, which is kind of like, it's not a drug, it's, it's a natural thing, but it is it is produced from your pineal gland, which is like your third eye, they call it. Mm-hmm. This is also what many scientists believe is, is why you dream. Um, and then, you know, we, we had talked about, we're going to, potentially you an episode very soon with a expert in lucid dreaming, which is lucid dreaming is where you can control the dream. Right. You have a, you have a process of how you do this mm-hmm. and you can even control what you're going to dream and oh, what absolutely. realm you want to go in. Yes. And then you can communicate and do all these things in these, in this realm. And I have actually done this recently. I have too. Um, and it's kind of crazy. It's not easy, by the way, you really got to have this set way of doing these things. And if you can do this set way, like you can't drink the night before, you can't do all these things. You have to go to sleep at, you know, say, say 10 o'clock at night, you go to sleep, you wake up, but you got to wake up about 5 a.m. You got to keep yourself awake until 630. Say. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. This is for Chad's lucid dreams. No, this is that no, does not happen for me. No, this is the way that you can almost get everyone into it. And we're not going to go into it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is this, is this is scientific. This is how if you want to get into lucid dreaming. This is how you, you would do it. You go back to sleep in the morning. You got no. You got to go back into sleep, and, and, and you want to get into REM sleep. We're not going to go mm-hmm. too far off on this, but my point is, is that there are other realms, and I even think dreaming is part of the other realm. I do too. That's why we've had yes. a, we've had people that have come out and said, you know, they had seven people that did DMT at the same time in the same place. They all saw the same things. So whatever that whatever that was, they were in the same place. How were they in the same place by doing DMT? How were they able to see the same things? And you know what the weird thing is? Most of the people that do DMT see mage elves or what they, some people say, are aliens, um, right? And and these things communicate with them. They basically tell them that they ain't shit, kind of. And, and basically, hey, you guys need to, um, you guys need to humble yourself. You need to humble yourself. You think you're all of this? You ain't shit. And here's what I'm telling you why. And so mm-hmm. many people that do DMT and do all these things, they come back on the other side of this, like completely change people. And it's because of, it's almost like they see the thing that most people don't ever see. And, and just a glimpse of it. I mean, right. this is just a very short glimpse of another realm. And I think that DMT allows you get, to get there. But... And, and, and by the way, we're not encouraging people to go out and do DMT. No, like, I, you know. I think I have a lot of DMT in my brain by itself because I've been doing <laughs> this my whole life. I can levitate out of my body and dream well, no, and see myself. Yeah, but that, but you don't 
you don't control that. It, it, it may happen. And when's the last time it happened, babe? Oh, like it forever still happens. ago. When? When's the last time? I don't remember exactly. 12, 12 years old? No, Chad. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can't just do that. That was what I'm saying. You that, can't, but I can go in and I can control my dreams and I can redo my dreams many times. If I don't like the way that my dream like ended, I can go back and do my dream again and okay. and change the ending. Right. There, well, and I think there's many people out there like that, Chad. Yeah, well, reach out to us. If you can control your dream. Because I do. On, yeah, and you're more on that um, realm of being able to control your dream. Let us know because it is interesting. I'm one of those people that can't. I, I have to have a way to do this. And I actually did this last night. I didn't intentionally do this. I was in a dream last night. I woke up at like 5 or whatever time it was. went back to sleep. And I knew I had to get somewhere. And it was like, I, I, and I even knew I was in a dream, by the way. Because four days ago, and we're going to get back to the UFO thing, I promise. But four days ago, I did a dream. It was It was a lucid dream. I actually did the practice of kind of what they talked about. I did it. And when I went in this club. I don't know why I ended up in a club <laughs> or a bar or whatever it was, but there was a lot of people there. And I realized I was like, yep, I'm in a dream. And I knew I was, I knew mm-hmm. I was coming into this. And so I was like, all right, cool. And so there were tables. There was a second floor in this bar. And I started like doing front flips, like in the air, like a matrix type stuff. I would land on a table and then I jumped from table to table. And then I jumped from the bottom floor table up to the second floor, like flying. And it was insane. And I knew I was dreaming. I, I felt I, I felt unstoppable. I was like, I am God almost. Like not not God, but you know, like I'm Superman, right? That's what you feel like. Right. When you have full control over something like that and it's so vivid. It is insane, right? Right. And so then, you know, a couple of days later, I, did, I wasn't trying to do any of this stuff, but I was in a dream and I was walking on the streets and I knew I had to get somewhere. There was, it was either you or someone who was in trouble. I don't remember what it was. I had to get there though. And I felt like my freaking shoes had weights on them. And, and, and I wanted, but I realized in the dream, I was like, I need to do what I did in the dream two nights ago. I knew I was in a dream. Right, right. I need to be able to fly. Up and I couldn't, and I was like, "What the hell? Why? Why can I not do this right now?" And I was pissed. And then the dream ended. So it's very interesting, like how things work. But 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 I do think that potentially, and I know you guys are like, "What in the hell are you guys talking about?" No, but it's true. I know, but what I'm saying is that we have to somehow make a connection with you know our brains and our Mm -hmm. ability to comprehend things. And and non-human intelligence because listen, those little alien brains which are huge, they probably can control a hundred percent of their brains. Yeah, you, we humans can only ten like ten percent of our brains, and that's it. Yeah. But if you can work on controlling your brain and using it more to those ways, mm-hmm. even like with the whole meditation states and all those things, yeah. you know, these people their brains are way way open. And then you even get into like the whole subject of psychics and. Things like that. Yeah. I believe they can control more of their bl- brains Maybe. and they can see things because I used to do that too. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of people out there that are just like me. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. No, I agree. No, there's, I mean, listen, I, I used to not at all believe in, in, in psychics or any of that stuff, but, you know, I, and listen, there's probably a lot of fake sci- or, or psychics out there. Yeah, and that's but what makes also a lot you of not fake believe. UFO. Yeah, exactly. And that's what makes you not believe in that either. Yeah. There's also a lot of fake uh, UFO stuff yeah. out there. And literally, like, if you go on, if you go on X and guys, guys and girls from X or whatever, you guys will know this. If you go on like UFO X or UFO Twitter, right? When you look at most videos on there, they're very obviously fake. In in at least from my standpoint, I mean, and I think most of you will agree. Uh, we can go on there and comment and say this is ridiculous. And I think these are coordinated efforts by someone, even potentially the government, to make the UFO phenomenon look crazy and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, some big conspiracy theory. I think, I honestly think, one of the biggest um, controlled. Psyops of our time has been on the subject of UFOs. Oh, I, and, and, and I think it has been to push out the crazy side of it rather than the real side of it. Mm-hmm. Because the real side of it is what they're potentially worried about is catastrophic disclosure. And what that really means is that if they cannot control the narrative of this, and I want to make something very clear if the United States government, with as much control as they want in this world, because they want all control. Mm-hmm. I hate to say, I hate to say it. The people around the world that may not be in the United States, if you're in Ireland, you're some, somewhere else. And by the way, United States people, Irish people don't really love you very much. Um, if if you go over to Dublin or wherever and you say, "Hey, I'm American," they might punch you in the face. <laughs> actually, and and and, and Ireland, Ireland people that are listening right now can tell you that um, Ireland people do not really love Americans. Well, and, I, the last time we did the Irish whole podcast, a lot of them were like, "Yeah, okay, about the pubs." That's not really true. That's not what a lot of us do is go to the pubs all the time. Well, no, that's not true. They do. Who said that? It's some of our messages from people from Ireland. I read Well, no, them. not everyone goes to pubs, but that is a very big tradition in Ireland, obviously. I mean, it's a big freaking tradition in the United States. But but what I'm saying is is that, you know, if you go over to Ireland, you go over a place like that, they don't love Americans that much. And, um, and the whole concept with that is America wants to control the world. They always have. They always wanted to be the police of the world, as, as they call it, to mm-hmm. try to make sure that no one's doing the wrong thing, even though that's not really what they want to do. America has kind of always been out there to say that, hey, we actually really kind of want to control the world. We want to be the leader. We want to be the global power. We want to control every aspect of the world stage. And now, with this administration we have right now, we are falling way behind a global powerhouse. And it almost seems intentional. And we don't know exactly why. I think there are infiltrated uh, parties and people mm-hmm. that are inside of the United States government 
that are controlling all aspects of this. There's a reason why you have Chinese government police that are in New York City and other exactly. states. There's a reason why you have uh, uh, controlled land buys from the Chinese Communist Party right next to military bases. There's a reason why you have open borders. There's a reason why you have all these things that are basically taking down the dominance and control of the United States government. And unfortunately, people in other countries don't like that either. Because if we are not in control, there it, it's pretty scary. Yeah. I think for people well, in other countries. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for our allies and stuff, for sure. Um, but guys, before we get into this clip, because I want to play you a clip, we're, we're going to talk about the CIA. Um, Ross Colthart on News Nation discussing CIA UFO retrievals, catastrophic disclosure, and the UIP Disclosure Act. And, and I really want to play this clip because I think it's very important. I think uh, News Nation did a great job with this. Um, Ross Colthart was, uh, said it very eloquently and 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 basically how it is. But before we get into this, guys, if you want to be a part of our family, if you want to see what we do on a daily basis, go to our Facebook Investigators Podcast. We'd love to have you over there. It's the quickest and fastest way. You can send us a message. Um, you can check us out over there. Also, X, if we want to say something that Facebook will ban us for, we are going to say it on X. So go follow us on X slash Twitter, Investigators Podcast. And if you like our message and you want to help us um, grow and, and further our message, please rate us uh, on any platforms you listen to us on. That's what I wanted to say before we get into this first clip. Like I said, this is Ross, Ross Coltharp, and we're probably going to break into this um, as he talks. Uh, so listen, even if you've heard it before, just listen and we'll discuss this. Here you go. Uh, News Nation special correspondent uh, Ross Coldhart, who's um, also done extensive reporting on UFOs, much of which we've seen here on News Nation. So pick up, Ross, if you can, for where Brian left off and what you think about this specific um, report about the CIA office. Okay, so the office of, well, firstly, good day, Connell. Mm -hmm. the, the office of global access is the office, I'm told, where yeah. this is all happening. The, you've got to have an office to coordinate the retrieval of these craft. And I, I know a lot of people out there still think this is all science fiction. But uh, since we did the Grush interview a few months ago, I've just got more solid with intelligence sources who are telling me that the entire operation is and has long been run out of the CIA and the OGA, the Office of Global Access, is where it's happening. The only um, issue that I take issue with in the uh, Daily Mail report is that it's not just nine craft. I'm told that the United States is in possession of far more than nine craft, not all of them intact. And whilst this might all sound incredible, uh, what I can also reveal is that, yes, there are JSOC operators, special operations command operators, mainly recruited from the... Um, the US Air Force Special Forces, who are involved in these retrieval teams. And uh, it's a very active and ongoing operation. May I ask you one specific question about the term non-human? So UFO would be unidentified flying object, right? So these are supposedly operated by, quote-unquote, non-humans. How do we know that? Because we have recovered, and again, this is on the basis of what I'm being told by multiple sources in the intelligence community, very senior sources who know what they're talking about, we have recovered what uh, David Grush re euphemistically referred to as biologics, alien bodies, non-human bodies. And I, I think we're getting very close, Connell, to a point where the US government is going to have to start becoming more candid with the American people, because 
The issue behind this Daily Mail story, in my view, is the risk of catastrophic disclosure, the, the risk that if the government isn't more open with the people, if the Congress continues to allow this story to be suppressed by sections of the defence aerospace community, that, frankly, I, I do think are quite legitimately protecting or trying to protect what might be their intellectual property, i.e. these recovered craft that the US government has entrusted them to try and reverse engineer, if that cover-up continues, there's going to be an increasing risk of these kind of catastrophic disclosures. And I think it's incumbent on the president and members of the executive to start thinking seriously, because I know that there are people in the intelligence community who are very frustrated that knowledge of technologies, of other life forms, intelligent life forms, are being improperly withheld from the knowledge of the Congress and the American people. So you think they know this for a fact that it's not that in other words that they're 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 actually hiding something explicitly that they that they have the evidence you're convinced of that from the work you've done it's not just convinced i am absolutely certain you can take it to the bank too many very senior intelligence and defense sources have said this to me now the only issue it really is for people to start thinking rationally about the implications of why for senior Republican politicians are trying to oppose legislation which would force the disclosure of something that consistently the Pentagon is trying to give the American people the impression doesn't exist. Why is it if there is nothing to hide? Why is it if there is no evidence, no credible evidence of a non-human intelligence? Why are very senior Republican politicians now changing the tune from what was a bipartisan effort to try to amend sections of the so-called Schumer um, UAP Disclosure Act, which would allow revelations to be made to the, to the American people about what the government really does know about UAPs. Aren't you open to some other explanation, for example, that there could be um, you know, a foreign military, for example, that's using classified or, or that, you know, our government has found out about the actions of a foreign military, but those actions are classified and there's some reason it can't be disclosed. And aren't there other explanations besides non-human life? There, there are. No, there are, sir. And um, obviously the subject of the possibility that this is foreign adversary technology has been canvassed with senior people. And in fact, defence officials, this has largely escaped the scrutiny of legacy media, which is ignoring this story. As you quite rightly point out, mm -hmm. News Nation has perhaps solely among networks run with this issue. The simple fact is that the government has made it very clear in statements to the Pentagon and in evidence that this is not known rival foreign adversary technology. It's not China. It's not Russia. It's something else. And, and this is the implication of what we're dealing with. And that's why there has been, until very recently, a bipartisan effort in the Congress, a laudable bipartisan effort, which is quite rare in the Congress these days, right. to see a move for UAP disclosure. And that was pushed by the uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and supported by Republicans such as Senator Marco Rubio. And now for, essentially, I suspect, reasons of expedience to do with heavy-duty funding from the Defence Aerospace Lobby, key Republicans are now moving to try and block sections of the Schumer legislation, notably the eminent domain section that would allow confiscation of any NHI technology. And, Connell, you have to ask yourself, mm -hmm. if this is all nonsense, why would somebody of the 
incredible reputation and seniority of Chuck Schumer and Marco Rubio, why would they associate themselves with legislation that specifically talks over 20 times about NHI, non-human intelligence technology? Congress knows something from private hearings. It's aware of evidence, not just from David Grush, but from multiple witnesses, and it's determined to get to the truth, even if certain politicians try to frustrate efforts to give the public the information it deserves. All right. So there's Ross Coulthard. There's there's a lot to take from this. And and actually, there's a lot of things that we're about to learn, about to learn about this. We're going to learn. It sounds like heller. Learn. learn. (laughs) Heller, guys. I'm going to learn you. (laughs) Government says not adversaries. Okay. Let's let's break this down for a second. If the United States government, along with people that have connections inside the government, and, you know, there's a lot of people out there that say, we've had some of our listeners say, some of these people that say this stuff, they're like, they say they have these connections and all these high up, you know, officials. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe these people really have these connections that people are actually saying this to these people. Let me just explain something to you. We have had high up officials in the United States government that have said stuff to us, 100%, like without question. So... Anyone out there that, that thinks that there are not high-level, I'm talking about very high-level government people that are not telling people like Ross Coulthard what, what he is saying, I'm, I'm telling you you're wrong because we have high-level government officials that have told us stuff. And, you know, this is over the past three months. Yes, exactly. But why are people now coming out and telling where they haven't for years and years and years? Well, it has always been like it, a stigma if you even talk about it. It goes back to catastrophic disclosure, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But one of the things he said was government says they're not adversaries. Well, the government, the United States government, if these things were actual foreign adversaries, right, mm-hmm. then we would have a major issue. We would be in, like, uh, Category 5 wartime readiness. I mean, if, if you remember back in Cold War days where people were, you know, um, they were doing, instead of, like, tornado drills and stuff like that in schools, they were doing bomb drills. They, they were trying to figure out how are we going to protect our citizens, all this stuff from a nuclear disaster, a nuclear warhead type situation. And yet you're telling me if the government really thought this was an adversary of China or Russia or someone else, number one, we know it ain't freaking Russia because they would have done won the war in Ukraine by now. Right, exactly. Um, China would have already 100% taken over Taiwan, and there would have not been a damn thing probably anyone would have done about it. But nonetheless, if these craft that we're seeing in U.S., airspace, including off the coast, off both mm-hmm. coasts, uh, Pacific and East Coast, if these craft were foreign adversaries where you have fighters that are intercepting these craft, all these things that they have no idea what the hell these things are, don't appear to be hostile, it seems. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, if this was the case, we would be in a massive issue. And the United States government would absolutely not be coming out and saying this, are, this is not foreign adversaries because that makes you as a United States government look weak and uneducated and uninformed. Um, and unready. But and so what? the United States government, if this was foreign adversaries, right. would be coming out and saying, we think and know that this is a Chinese thing and we have something to, we have something for your ass if you want to if you want to try this. Absolutely. And I think that we would be on top of that. But what if it's both? What if we are doing 
reverse engineering and we're still seeing the crafts at the same time because that is a huge possibility these things off the coast i don't think are reversed engineered these are things that we don't know about because the military is even coming out and reporting we don't know what these things are they get real excited when they zero on you know zero in on them in the aircraft or whatever Mm. judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But we also have to back up and say, if we've had air, our crafts not known as human crafts since the 80s. No, it's, uh, no, it's no, technically since at the least 1930s okay, in our United States 30s, government. Yeah, since the 30s. Yeah. And we've not done anything with these things. We have not been able to like try anything or gained anything from these well, here, crafts here, okay. because I know we have. Because let me just tell you, Chad, our military aircraft right now, I think. Yeah. Has a lot of reverse engineering in Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. Some of the stealth technology, right. stealth capability, 100%. And, you know, one of the things Ross says here is that, you know, if we fully disclose this program and the United States government and Congress gets involved in this, you know, then we're talking about the potential government oversight into taking away some of this technology to not be able to reverse engineer some of this stuff. These dark uh, programs of the government, which do exist. Most people don't realize mm-hmm. it until we're starting to see about the UFO thing. Yes, they do exist. But there still needs to be government oversight. I 100% believe that. And mm-hmm. obviously, the United States government does not have oversight at all. They have no idea what is going on with American taxpayer-funded money. The Pentagon just once again failed their <laughs> their audit by 50%. 50% of their money is unaccounted for which is going towards programs like this. Right. Now, now here's the thing. Are are these are these programs actually producing um, you know, in my opinion, the crafts that we saw around MH370? Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah, but we are doing some types of reverse yes. engineering. And let me just take I it I think that's I think that's stealth technology. Yeah, I think that's stuff like And let like me this. take it a step further. I think also we're learning other technologies in other fields from these things, these crafts. Yeah. I'm talking about like even surgeries, laser surgeries, or anything that has to do with robotics or something, you know, Maybe. that we didn't know before. It could be possibly a reverse engineer because we've talked about that on other podcasts where we have learned like laser technology from these crafts that we found. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, The Day After Roswell, great book. I encourage all of you to read that book. Um, but yeah, even with Ashton's thing in MH370, where you talk about some of these semiconductor scientists that were on board this aircraft, uh, if you really look at down to like a very physics 
mm-hmm. uh, level of what they're talking about and how they could potentially make things like this work. Um, these are very physics based or, um, you know, things that we just can't, if, if you don't know, you don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. And without fully understanding the equations behind how they're trying to potentially do these things, um, you know, then you wouldn't understand how that would be possible. Right. And that's one of the things I think Ashton has done very well, especially with uh, some of his guests is brought on these people that say, well, here's how this would technically be possible without making it sound like we have a alien spacecraft. And then we, we tried to replicate what their material was or what their thing was. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of a scientific level of how are they doing this? And let's figure out if there's a way we can do this without having to use the material. We got to think of it from a physics side, a a, um, semiconductor slash whatever level. Um, Because a lot of these materials that we're finding are not material materials of this earth. No, probably not. And I I don't think you can really, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not an expert in that. I don't know. You can reverse engineer a material that is not from this earth. I don't think so. Um, probably not. But anyways, the other question is, why are Democrats right now wanting to disclose and not Republicans, right? There are four Republicans apparently that are fighting this. One of them, Mike Turner. Uh, if you look at most of these Republicans that are fighting the disclosure, the Schumer Act, which is one mm-hmm. for disclosure. First of all, I do not like Chuck Schumer whatsoever. That's why. Well, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like that's why what? That's why they don't. The Republicans are not with this. It's because of Chuck no, Schumer. No, absolutely. No, was, no, you're wrong. Sorry. Oh. You're wrong already. Okay. No, you're wrong already. I, I hate to say it, but you're definitely 100% wrong. Okay, well, let no, me hear your stuff. No, the reason why <laughs> the Republicans are, are not on board with Chuck Schumer, the ones that are not, is because mm-hmm. they're being funded. They Some of their biggest funders are Lockheed Martin and Raytheon. That is that is who funds their campaigns. These are the people that they depend on to fight against oh, as far as like to Chuck fight against any of this Schumer. shit. Chuck okay. Schumer is not getting funded by these companies. So why is he out to disclose? He's out to disclose because he's not getting his pockets lined with Raytheon and Lockheed and whoever these companies are that are reverse engineering this technology. Gotcha. Same thing with the pandemic and vaccines. Who were the ones that were getting their pockets lined by Pfizer and Moderna, it was Democrats, which is why Democrats were fully always 100% against anything that potentially could be wrong with vaccines. Oh, absolutely not. We're, we're not going to allow you to, to research anything. We're not going to allow you to check a, the, the Chinese lab leak. We're not going to allow you to do any of this shit because they were funded by the, the major uh, pharmaceutical companies, uh, Pfizer, Moderna. There are also Republicans that are funded by Pfizer and Moderna. And if you go find these Republicans, it's very easy to find these Republicans. Just go find the Republicans that are speaking out about any or speaking against anything that would potentially investigate vaccine adverse side effects, uh, the response to COVID. Any of these Republicans that are fighting against an investigation into that are the people that are funded by the people mm-hmm. that initiated this, right, which are basically the pharmaceutical companies. So why are the Democrats Raising hell about we want to know all this stuff because they're not getting paid by these companies. The, gotcha. the, the, the Republicans that are getting paid are fighting against the disclosure. The everyone else that is not getting paid by these are fighting for it. So hmm. interesting. Um, that, that's essentially what it is. It's, it's all bureaucracy. Because that's if all you it think is. about it for like people like me that are just listening to this and thinking, why would they not want to go with Chuck Schumer's thing? 
Well, yeah. to me, like I said before, is because, you know, we're so divided right now and it's always Republican against Democrat. But you're right. When you put money in the middle and put money as the main involvement, people, you know, money talks. Yeah, that's absolutely. what's going to happen. No, it does. I mean, the entire government. I mean, if you think about we've we've had episodes, we talked about this before about bureaucracy. Right. What is why is bureaucracy bad and why and why and how is it running the country? Because the government is no longer running the country. The people are not running the country anymore. When, when you have a massive issue of a country that is about to fall, you have it to where the, the United States people that vote people in power who they want to be their voice, whether it be their district or states, their their uh, Congress, their Senate, their whoever mm-hmm. it is, president. When you have people that that's the way this government was set up, but it's no longer like that anymore because these politicians, these people that are in power are not controlled by the people, which is which is the way this entire system right. was made up. Yes. They are now controlled by their funders for money. Yeah. Listen, because this is how you do it. OK, do you need a hundred million dollars to run a campaign? OK, well, here's your hundred million dollars. But guess what? You, we now own you, so you're not going to do a damn thing. We're going to ensure that you get elected, by the way. I don't give a damn about what the people say. You know, if you even think about election interference and all this shit, to me, I think just the fact that massive corporations that have this super PAC mm-hmm. money right. that can fund candidates to influence every and anything about their belief systems, everything, that is election interference. Yes. Like they, they should have to run on based on their people. If, if they want people to give them money to, to run or whatever, they should do that. It's like crowdfunding, crowdsource. But the problem is that they have these massive conglomerate companies like Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, all these other ones that are, that are out here and saying, hey, we're going to give you, um, you know, $50 million. Right. But here's what you're going to do for us. I mean, it's, it's selling your soul to the devil. Yeah. That's what it is. And we've talked about that with Illuminati oh, and everything else. Well, it's the same thing. I mean, <laughs> it is. it's the same thing. If you're in Hollywood, you're a singer, and you want to succeed, and you want to be a multimillionaire, and you want to be famous, you either do what they want you to do, or you're not going to do it. So the whole concept of the Illuminati is a very real concept, and it, and it is very real in our government. You either you either do exactly what we tell you to do or say or think, or you're not getting money, which means you're not going to win. You're not even going to be in the position of power. We put the people in power we want to be right. in power, and you have to sign your – you basically got to sell your soul. Unless you already have money. <laughs> then yeah, you can't – you don't have to sell your soul. Exactly. And then they hate you. And then they hate your guts. Yeah, and they're going to do anything to get rid of you, put you in jail, get you killed, whatever. They're going to do anything to try to get rid of you. Or if you go against the people that have the money, okay, well, you got JFK. You have uh, – even though Martin Luther King wasn't necessarily running, but, you know, he was bringing people together. You have Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek has his own money as well. Vivek is one of these people that's coming out and saying – Look, dude, I got my own money, but they really hate me, and they thought I was going to be long gone before now, and I'm still here. Um, and and by the way, guys, whether you hate or love Trump, it doesn't matter. Say Trump is killed, right, or he dies in a car accident, whatever. And then say that Vivek Ramaswamy comes to the Rescue. the head, right? <laughs> no, but say he comes to the head of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. He is the most voted for a person, which I believe he should be 
probably over DeSantis if it happened. Yeah. But regardless of the fact, they would persecute and kill him too. I mean, it's yeah, it, he'd be a Trump. Anyone that doesn't depend on the backed money, right, is is not they're yeah. they're going to destroy you. And it's just like DeSantis; he is depending on their backed he is, money, absolutely, because he doesn't have you know he's not a rich dude running for presidency. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of point that out. I do want to play this uh, quick clip too because this is a very good clip. It, it kind of goes over, um, you know, what is controlled versus catastrophic disclosure, and uh, this guy explains it very well. I want to play this for you guys real quick, and we're gonna get in a little deeper conversation in just a minute. I know we've got kind of got deep already, but I want to go into a couple things before we um, before we get too deep. Here you go. Now, some people have said that the alternative to controlled disclosure is catastrophic disclosure. And we can all agree that there are many inherent dangers to a genuine UAP disclosure. I've thought about this many, many times. Uh, this also, however, goes for any form of controlled disclosure. Uh, I don't think you're out of the woods just because you think you're going to control this process. I think, um, you know, we fool ourselves into thinking that we have that much control over this process to begin with. It's a very strong human conceit, especially during the last few centuries, that we like to think of ourselves as in control of everything. Our species is the ultimate control freak, after all. But the reality is that any form of disclosure, any, is going to be disruptive. Uh, but there's also no way out of it. We are on an inexorable path, and it is a path driven by our own development. We cannot help this. It's happening. It's going to happen. It's going to be messy. It's going to be a lot, a lot of unhappy people probably uh, who will not, will not want this to happen or they will not want it to happen the way that it does. If we see a genuinely controlled form of UAP disclosure, if that were actually truly to happen successfully by the United States government bureaucracy that they are controlling, let's just say, then what we will likely see will play into the interests of a corrupt and declining empire. And I think that's really all that we can say about it. Now, we might say, okay, sure, it's corrupt and declining, but what other options do we have? All right, well, that's a fair question. Because, I mean, we do kid ourselves into thinking that we've got some genuine democratic system in which our leaders act in good faith. We don't have that. But we also fool ourselves into thinking that uh, utopia can be achieved if we just try hard enough, you know. Can the current system be reformed into something that people can actually trust? Can it, while we're on the verge of an AI revolution in our society that threatens to displace, well, basically the entire workforce, for starters? I don't think that's likely. While the world is going through massive de-dollarization as, as we speak, uh, that is clearly going to have significant dangerous repercussions for the United States economy. And, and maybe the global economy, all of that. And, and we're going to go through a controlled disclosure process that's going to keep everyone happy. Uh, I, think, I think the odds are stacked against that. This idea of controlled disclosure, again, in theory, if you had a functioning, a genuinely functioning system that was responsive to the people, genuinely so, you could make the argument that controlled disclosure really is the best way to go. And even in the situation of an oligarchic system that we have, I mean, I'm sure there are people who would try to make that argument nevertheless. But when I hear controlled disclosure, I might as well call it authoritarian uh, 
disclosure. That's something for authoritarian societies, not anything rooted in a genuinely republican system in which ultimate power and sovereignty resides in the people, who are, by the way, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But in fact, genuinely uh, controlled disclosure, I I think, is impossible anyway. It's like you can't be half pregnant and you can't half disclose the reality of an extraterrestrial or alien presence. You can't. Not for very long anyway. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This process has its own momentum, and it's going to go somewhere. There's a battle. And it, and um, the the fight is inevitable. The outcome is not. So the the inevitable fight for transparency and disclosure I think has been building for a while and we're seeing it now. The outcome in my view anyway can go either way. It can go down with the with the trend of the global revolution that we are seeing go on all around us is essentially technologically directed control system that anyone can see and feel with their eyes. It's all around us. So perhaps that system will firmly put itself into place in some kind of authoritarian cyber dictatorship type of a thing. And as a result of that, the discourse on UAP or UFOs becomes even further restricted uh, so that conspiracies are just no, no longer allowed to be discussed. That's not that difficult to see that kind of scenario. On the other hand, other possibilities exist too. And we are, we are close, I think, to a place where you have another good hearing happen. Some other good witnesses come forth, uh, which that is the rumor mill. I think it's probably true. We don't know where this is going to lead. This could get really interesting, maybe a little messy, but definitely interesting. All right. So, and I want to, I want to be able to make sure this is the Richard Dolan show. I'm assuming that's Richard Dolan, but I I did listen to that earlier. Uh, Guys, he makes a lot of good points here. Um, There's something that he didn't go into, but I want to, I want to point out what if catastrophic disclosure means it gives full power to the people? Yeah, because we have no power right now. Yeah, People have, have no listen, power absolutely. all around the world. Absolutely. Nobody has power over their government. So let's talk about this for a minute because I think that there is, you know, you have you have people like Jeremy Corbell. You have people like Ross Coulthard, which is heavily investigating this. You have 
you have debunkers on the other side, which is James Fox and mm-hmm. some of these other ones that want right. to try to debunk and debunk and debunk. And in my personal opinion, people maybe, and James Fox is willing to come on the show, and I'll ask him this specifically, but and if, if you're listening, James, um, I do think that potentially James could be a controlled adversary for the United States government uh, as a disinformation campaign agent. I do believe that. I believe there are many people out there like that, especially these people that are debunkers. You know, we, we mm-hmm. talk about um, Joe Rogan and Mike Baker. When he comes on, he's an ex-CIA officer, but he's always trying to be the cool guy on Joe Rogan. But he also wants to make the CIA kind of look cool and good. And, oh, no, this is not what it appears and all this shit. I mean, and, and I, by the way, I don't know if Joe Rogan is aware of the agent agentism of Mike Baker or some of these other, including, which I I would really hope the government did not send Dr. Peter Otez um, to Joe Rogan as an agent because he failed miserably or, um, or some of these other people. But I mean, there are disinformation agents everywhere. I mean, this is what they do. And if we just heard the the report from Ross Coulthard about the CIA is the controlled system that is controlling this information, then you should know what a CIA does. The CIA trains their people to be um, non, basically non-existent in the CIA or intelligence realm and to act like an everyday citizen in all aspects, whether it be if you're an American citizen in Russia to act like a Russian citizen. You got to learn Russian. You got to do all this crazy shit or you got to mm-hmm. be a tourist. You got to right. do all these things. These are um, mind warfare games that the CIA does. And so don't think that they don't have disinformation agents that go on these popular, very popular platforms. We are no longer in an age of CNN and MSNBC where people actually believe this shit, which is why they're so hard fighting against companies like X and Rumble and anything that or is any... actually given real information. Yeah. And even podcasts. Absolutely. hundred percent. So let's talk about it for a second. What if catastrophic disclosure to the United States government is not about belief systems, the Bible, any of this stuff? And and we're going to play devil's advocate for a second. But when I said you have all these people like Jeremy Corbell and everyone we just talked about, Mm -hmm. but you also have Dr. Stephen Greer. And Dr. Stephen Greer, along with a few others, by the way, um, there have been astrophysicists that have uh, theorized this. There have been, um, uh, was it theologists, I believe? Some, some of these other people have also theorized some of this stuff. But Dr. Stephen Greer has not theorized anything. He has an event called CE5, which is a controlled environment to where they communicate with these non-human intelligences. They actually have... These events where they go into certain places, they deeply meditate, which is part of their system to be able to summons Mm -hmm. these craft, Mm -hmm. these things, and they do it. They actually summon these things. There have been tons of witness reports. There have been videos. There have been all of these things that show uh, this They're able to do this. To be able to summon these things. And I don't think this is a farce or fake. This is real. Absolutely not. And we talked about it earlier with like your mind control and how you use your mind and how you can, you know, do things with your mind. I think that's exactly what he has taught other people to do to summons these things. Yeah, these non-human intelligence. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you as a Christian out there, whoever that's a Bible believer, hardcore Bible believer might think that sounds devilish. No, it's not devilish. Let's Let's just think reality for a second, right? If the government believes, and this is something Dr. Stephen Greer had said in a documentary, I think it was about, you know, they really talked specifically, I don't remember what the 
actual name of the doctor. There's so many of them out there. But mm-hmm. Dr. Stephen Greer's documentary about CE5 and where he talks about this event and all this stuff. And, um, and, and by the way, since then, a lot of whistleblowers have come out and said, hey, you know, Dr. Stephen Greer got a really bad name for a while because they were all trying to act like he was a psycho. Mm-hmm. And then so now as some of these um, some of these whistleblowers have come out and said, uh, Stephen Greer is not not crazy, by the way, like well, kind of what he's saying as far as being able to communicate and get in this realm with these things. I mean, and this is what we're talking about. So one of the things Stephen Greer said in, in, an, in an earlier uh, interview or video, he said, you know, I think the biggest threat to the United States and the world government is the fact that if people understand the concept of non-human intelligence and being able to communicate and and build a for uh, build an alliance or right. whatever with mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. then the people hold all the power, no longer the governments. Right? The governments are in control of how to do this. Uh, that's why there are Tucker Carlson. Mm. That's why Tucker that's Carlson. Tucker Carlson. All these people say we want to know. And Tucker Carlson just did this a week ago. Mm-hmm. He said we want to know what relationships and communications you have had with these things. What kind of agreements you have had with these things to whatever. I mean, this is a thing. This is an actual conversation that people in our government have had with these beings. And by the way. It's not just you are a United States government employee, so we're just going to make you communicate because we're the United States government. No, they are putting people in very similar Psychic techniques. No, type no, no. people. Very similar techniques is what Stephen mm-hmm. Greer does right. with as far as the deep meditation and summoning these, you know, whatever. This is what we have heard. This is what we have learned. And so what is so what is the biggest what is the biggest problematic issue with catastrophic Versus uncontrolled disclosure. It has given the people the power. And if these people are able to communicate and get their message across to these things, maybe mm-hmm. like, like say the people, could, which by the way, could be bad in both ways. <laughs> I mean, you know, think about right. it. Israel war Hamas. You have pro Palestinian protesters in the streets. You have the Israel people, which were like, Hey, we got attacked and we're, you know, by terrorists, but yet there are pro Palestinian protesters protesting all over the country. Like, Think about this, and and you would hope that non-human intelligence would be smart enough to figure out who's right and who's wrong here. I we don't know. Think. You I don't know. Hope. But what if they weren't right? You got to think about this. What if they said, "Well, we believe in terrorism, and we're going to go with these fuckers, and we actually oh, hate God. everyone else." Like, That's imagine awful. though, right? Imagine if we if we had a streamlined path. And by the way, we're not saying one way or the other. Right? We're just saying, or vice versa. Right. Say, say that you're a pro-Palestinian protester and you hate uh, Israel and what, whatever you think they did. And yet the aliens go with the Israelis. Right. And they're like, we're going to destroy everything outside of this because we have now we are now in communication with the people. And we and we are, you know, we, we were trying to stay out of this. But yeah, now you're we saying have full disclosure. the wrong people get in communication. We're in big trouble. Maybe. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But. But, but I, I think, think that people that are able to communicate with these people are the ones that are actually able to use more of their brains. No, I don't. I think I think anyone babe, can. It's true. No, you're right. Well, that's called remote viewing, right? So this is one of the things the United States government has done for a very long time. If you look it up in history, remote viewing is what we have done for a very long time. CIA had this in operation. Um, the United States government and Pentagon. 
they had remote viewers where they would bring in these people and they would have but but here's the interesting thing so they would have people that were experts or or what they whoever they found to be experts or remote viewing mm-hmm. and what remote viewing essentially is is that what they would do is they would have someone in California that that this person that is in their room in Washington has no idea about and they say hey we have something in in California in this place, and we want you to be able to tell us what it is and what we're looking at and whatever. I don't know exactly how it is. Right. And this person in Washington was able to do it. Yes. They were able to see what they were thinking, looking at uh, the object they were building. Like sometimes they would bring in people and they would say, you know, in California would say, well, hey, we want you to build a model car, for example. Right. And it's going to yeah. be a blue Mustang. Mm-hmm. And we want you to do this over the next couple hours. And then. The government in Washington would bring in a remote viewer, and they would say, hey, we have someone in this location right here. They would even show, like, the coordinates or whatever, you know, like a geographical location. And we have someone in a room, and it's described as this room. We want you to tell us what they're doing. And these people were able to do this. They were able to show and, and tell yes. the government. And and so the government then used this technology, or not technology, but this um, form of whatever interdimensionality of your mind (laughs) yeah this this form of interdimensionality they were able to use this what they were trying to do was use this for foreign adversary stuff trying to figure out you know what people are doing what they're thinking even right right? so stephen greer is doing the same thing with his people absolutely these are normal people that come out to these events normal people that like want you know believe want to see it blah 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 you oh gosh i said blah 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 for the first time that's okay that's good how many minutes are we in before I said that? <laughs> One hour and 11, so you're good. Yay. But anyways, he brings these people out in the same circumstances. Mm-hmm. And they use their brains to Summon. summons these things to come out. And they it works. A lot We've of times it does. We've seen like, videos of this happening. Yeah, a lot of times it does. And, and, and the very interesting thing about this whole phenomenon is, you know, catastrophic versus... Um, you know, controlled. Well, it's like it's like he said earlier in this last clip we just played. You know, it's authoritarian release. It's not controlled. It is we want control of everything, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not that they want. To me, I don't think it's that they want control of the disclosure. I think they want control of you. And I think that if we really look at human nature, especially our government, what did they really want the most? They want control of you. They don't want mm-hmm. control necessarily of anything else, if they can't control you, and especially if they are, if they ever give you somehow more power than them, mm. that is catastrophic, <laughs> right? If you want the definition of catastrophic, it is the people that have more power than the controllers, the elites, the the governance right. system. But that's really the way it's supposed to be. It is, but it's, it's not. It's government for the people. It is, but it's not. And but it's not like that. And, and it's like he says, we live in a fake paradigm of a republic, of a democracy. Mm-hmm. We 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 do not have freedoms. No. We don't have a democracy. We well, don't have just, a voted-in system. Yeah, and that's it's just bullshit. like they're faking all this stuff, and they're not telling us the truth about well, not these UAPs. It, but that's the thing, guys. They're yeah, they're not, not faking it. They know they. I think they know a lot of things that they don't tell us. Oh, they know everything that they don't tell yeah. us. But they can't tell us because you might be able to harness some of this power that they have. Because that's the thing: the government is the government. Non-human intelligence doesn't necessarily give a shit about whether or not the government is right in, in, actu- in control. In, in all actuality, 
uh, non-human intelligence probably wants to communicate with the people more than they want to communicate with the government. And that's what the government probably, I mean, I know this sounds crazy know, as hell what I'm true. saying. Yeah. I know this sounds crazy as hell what I'm saying. The government and they're like, for example, Tucker Carlson said, we want to know any agreements you have with these non-human intelligences. We want all this information. And, you know, what would those agreements look like with the with the United States government and non-human intelligence? They would look probably something like this. You fucking stay out of our people's shit. Do not ever communicate with our people. Stay away from this because we still want to maintain control. The government is if, – if you look at this from this standpoint, if what we're saying is true, like this is just a concept. But if we're saying – if what we're saying is true, then the government has zero control. They have nothing yes. anymore. And meanwhile, there I know it sounds crazy, but there are many, many people that are already having contact with non-human things. Well, we've, we, and yeah, they've we, been doing this for years. There's face group, I mean, Facebook groups everywhere about yeah, this. Which a lot of those are probably BS, but who knows? I mean, no, but a there's lot a the lot of people I, I feel are telling the truth. Yeah, there's some of them that are. Absolutely. I mean, it's the same. You're going to get... Probably 80% of BS, and there's probably 10% of those people that are true. But the problem is is that the controlled government op- uh, opposition are going to bring in 80% of those people. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, you know, hey, I mean, you know, when, when you want to talk about like, um, you know, like the Trump campaign, when they tried to say that it was a Russian interference and bots and all this shit. Yeah. No, trust me. If you think that that, that, does, that doesn't exist, it does. I mean, if you just go look on President Biden's anything <laughs> – like, look, look at the comments. You can go to YouTube. Oh, yeah, you X. see the bots. It's the yeah. same comments, and it's like 50,000 comments of the same exact message. Yeah. These are bots, <laughs> even though I'm surprised they have not got better at that so far. Because <laughs> it's the same, like, exact comment yeah, it, over or, and over. Or, or it's, it's like, like two a, words different. Yeah, it's like AP press. Yeah. They all say the same thing. Here's what they... Russell Brand had to say recently about uh, Tucker and, and just kind of everything that's going on. Here you go. Oh, tomorrow, this is an amazing story. David Grush is on Joe Rogan, you know, the uh, UFO whistleblower. Tucker is talking about UFOs. And we bring you the extraordinary story of how the CIA are operating as a kind of, well, agency to facilitate Lockheed Martin and Raytheon getting UFO technology, evolving it, and I presume selling it for profit. We haven't got evidence that they're doing that at all. But the CIA are giving it to military-industrial complex companies. It's a really beautiful and extraordinary story. He does not have evidence at all. Um, at all. Hey, for all of our UK listeners, tell me how good the accent is. <laughs> Probably not very good. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so basically, with UFOs and UAPs apparently being buried deeper in government secrecy, catastrophic disclosure is trending. It's trending on X. It's trending on everything. Um, and it basically refers to release of information in an uncontrolled way. And this is what we're seeing. This is uncontrolled, guys. And what, is un- what does uncontrolled mean? It means that we have to look at why the government does not want catastrophic uncontrolled release. Think about this. Like, let, let's dig a little deeper for a second, mm-hmm. right? We've talked in this podcast less, uh, definitely in the past three years about the pandemic, about COVID, about the vaccine, about all these things. I told Sherry tonight, actually, we were going to do – tonight we were actually going to do an episode on um, this whole new pneumonia thing. And, uh, you know, I think it's just probably another government scare tactic uh, which is probably going to be one of our next two episodes. We don't know exactly which one is going to be next, but 
over the next two episodes, it'll be one of those as far as the next pandemic, the pandemic X. What is the way they're going to control us next? That's essentially what we're going to be talking about in the next two episodes. Um, but, you know, what do they want to control? They want to control information and why? Why do they want to control it, right? Controlled disclosure. Why do they want to control it? Well, why did they want to control the information of the pandemic? Okay? It wasn't... And keep in mind, the reason they controlled information during the pandemic and COVID was not for your benefit. It was for your discredit. It was for your demise. The government didn't want to control information actually for you to be safer. Like, let's just make that very clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that didn't happen. We know that exactly what they did during the pandemic We've talked to, uh, I mean, we talked to doctors on here. We talked to um, Dr. Peter Mercola. We've talked to John Leake, which he's not a doctor, but he's been heavily involved in this. We've talked to so many people on this podcast about the response and how they did it. They knew what they were doing, it seemed like. And, and yet they controlled that information because they wanted to control the information. And do you think that the way they controlled the information with lockdowns, COVID, vaccines, vaccine side effects, all this, do you really think that that control of information by the same government was for your benefit? Mm-mm. It was not. So, And not to mention all the doctors that went on YouTube against this whole thing or what to do differently than what we were doing during the pandemic that could save lives. They said it was misinformation or disinformation. They got them out of there. They, they banned, them. banned them. They took their doctor's license away. They did all kinds of shit. Yeah, they did all this. They 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 took all of this shit away. Um, they threatened them. They sued them. Uh, you know, universities. Dr. Peter McCullough, for example, Baylor mm-hmm. University was over the the program there. They they sued them. Uh, they lost, by the way. Um, but they don't want to control information because of your benefit they want to control information because of their benefit so if you understand that think about what that means as far as non-human intelligence why would they want to control the information for their benefit you might be able to say okay well they want this you know these alien spacecraft they're reverse engineering no it's not it's not that i mean they, they could do that they could say, uh, we did have some downcraft. We can't reverse engineer them. This is crazy technology we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. We don't understand exactly what it is. Blah, blah, blah. I, I just don't think that's what it is. I think it is far beyond that. I think that. I think that you give the people the power if you fully disclose, which I think is going to happen anyway. I mean, I think catastrophic disclosure is coming. And there's a reason why that name is is very apparent. Catastrophic means catastrophe for the government not for the people for the government and that's the way i look at this um i want to play one more clip guys because i think this is very important and i know you don't i know you guys don't care about longer episodes um and we don't either because we love talking to you guys and you know in the event that we died in a car crash tomorrow this will be our last episode we'd ever do so you gotta listen (laughs) but anyways um this is uh this is another guy um catastrophic disclosure aka uh, ontological shock, a.k.a. Solomon Syndrome. Let's hear what he has to say, because I think it's very important to listen to this, and we'll break it down. Here you go. So it's pretty obvious that disclosure has already started. We're in the middle of it right now. The interesting thing is what happens next. So you're going to start hearing these two words, 
discussed a lot by insiders and people at the top. That is controlled disclosure, disclosure versus catastrophic disclosure. <laughs> and uh, this is interesting. So controlled disclosure is basically meaning the people that are behind all this, that have the most information, um, can control it in a slow drip way to where they can just incrementally introduce the, the human population to all these things that they figured out. Um, a, we're not alone in the cosmos. B, everything we know about our history, our origins, our Genesis story, everything like that is probably false. And here's the new alternate, alternative um, version. You know, all these things are going to have to be slow drip because it causes what's called ontological shock, where you basically go into shock and freak out because everything you thought you knew is a lie or is wrong. And you have to wrap your head around the, you know, changing of your religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, you know, all of your beliefs, you know. So that's a big deal. And if your mind isn't right, you're not ready for that spiritually and psychologically, it can have a lot of bad ramifications, okay? Now, that leads us to what they call cat uh, catastrophic disclosure. Catastrophic disclosure is if they're not able to slow drip this. Like, say they, when I say they, you know who I mean, the people at the top that are behind all this, they want to take 10 to 20 years to slow drip all this stuff out. Hey, here's a picture of a weird-looking civilization-type thing on Mars. Oh, hey, look, here's a picture of a UFO. Oh, hey, maybe here's some biologics from a body, you know, and just slow drip it, you know, and get everyone acclimated and give people time to wrap their mind around it before they give them the next piece of the puzzle. That's slow drip disclosure. That's controlled disclosure, you know. Slow drip, monitor. If people start freaking out, pull back, wait a little while, <laughs> slow drip some more. Now, what happens if something happens and there's a collective just oh shit moment and instead of them taking 10 20 years to release this all it happens like that okay and all of a sudden everyone on earth it's crystal clear we're not alone and all that stuff i just talked about the questioning of your religious beliefs your spiritual beliefs genesis story um who are we where are we when are we you know what is a human what's out there who created us what's going on all those things flood into the human psyche at one time now that can cause all sorts of psychological issues I don't think I need to explain that. You know, if you're not mentally stable, all of that flood at one time and then watching everything crumble around you, like watching, you know, religious wars break out and riots and people stop going to work and all the things that happen. And on top of all that destruction and chaos in the world, you have to wrap your head around that we could be the byproduct of a extraterrestrial race or some sort of a alien human hybrid or chimpanzee hybrid or who knows what they're going to tell us and what's the real story. I have my theories, but. You know, being able, having to wrap your head around all that, like, instantly, you know, um, and not having someone to go to for support because everybody's going to be scrambling and falling apart at the same time. Now, that is part one of what causes catastrophic disclosure. Part two is the phenomenon's effect. By the way, guys, you can go to us for full uh, for support when this happens. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you guys, when catastrophic disclosure happens, you guys can go to us. We're, we're going to give you all the answers. We're just kidding. We're definitely not going to be able to give you all the answers. I want to I want to break this down for a second because this is this is he. The reason I want to play this clip, someone actually sent us this clip, and so well, this is doom and gloom right here. No, it isn't. No, to well, me, no, listen. it's because like you know. This is the point where you were at the beginning. This is like, reality. It could change like your whole perception of, of everything. Your reality. Everything. Of the way you've been living for the last 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, where, however old you are, this potentially could change your whole reality and what you know about your reality. Could you imagine being like 
A product of aliens. Yes. Could you imagine just living on Earth and then all of a sudden you're kind of like what ants are to us? <laughs> well, kind of. You know? Kind of. But I look at it a little different, right? So uh, as he says here, the Genesis creation story, right? I mean, we've we've talked about on the biblical series, uh, you know, in the Bible. There are a lot of questions, by the way, about the biblical creation story. Mm-hmm. There's so many things unanswered rather than answered about how things about are created. Are you talking about the very beginning? The very beginning. God created Adam and Eve. God mm-hmm. created the earth. And he had seven days and, and all these things, right? Um. And so when you start thinking about what catastrophic disclosure could also mean uh, on the other side of this, rather than just giving power to people that could potentially communicate and and understand things that the government doesn't necessarily want the people to understand, but also you could look at it on the outset of what if, um, you know, catastrophic disclosure, what if the government did come out and say, which, by the way, you would probably not be able to believe them anyway, which is why <laughs> catastrophic disclosure to me, even if the government came out and said, well, these uh, we are actually products of aliens. Right. If the mm-hmm. government, if the United States government <laughs> came out and said this, no one would believe it. Mm-mm. You're still going to have your same belief systems. You're still going to have all this shit. They could come out and say whatever they want, because, by the way. If they wanted a disclosure to where they wanted you to not believe in anything other than a alien race that created you, they should have done it well before COVID because they have no credibility at all anymore whatsoever now. So I don't think that's their I don't think that's their goal. I mean, I know this guy's saying that, hey, you know, I, I what if what if they tell you that the ancient alien, ancient astronaut theory is what created us? Now, there is an actual theory out there. Um that is that aliens are we are a byproduct of actual alien civilization from somewhere else. But, you know, as me and Brian were talking about last night, one of our best friends uh, that listens to the episode, Brian, what's up, bro? Uh, you know, we were talking about last night in the garage. We went outside for a minute and we were kind of talking about these concepts. Right. But even if you said, for example, that aliens created humans in an ancient astronaut theory, which is what they which is that theory. Mm hmm. Okay, well, who created the aliens, right? I mean, and it still goes back to square one. It is 360 circle. Who created everything? And it, so it doesn't change religion. It doesn't It doesn't just tell you that, oh, aliens created us. That makes complete sense. Although, But God created the aliens, so you still have to believe in God because God exactly. created the aliens that created you. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you're a God believer, then you would have to still believe no matter what. Even if the government came out, even if they had... Un, uh, irrefutable evidence that aliens created us. Technically, God is an alien. I mean, he's not. Oh, he's yeah. not. He's non-human. He's not human for sure. He, yeah, he's not. He's a and spiritual. We don't know if he's a he or what he is. Well, whatever. But he's it's, a non-human yeah. entity thing. He is a all-knowing power. And if you just think of the concept of God in general, he is not a human, right? I mean, he sent his son, according to the Bible, Jesus. To be a savior. Now, people that don't believe that and all that, whatever. That's that's all arguments that we're not even going to get into. Yeah, we're going to say blah blah blah. <laughs> but <laughs> but you got to start thinking about this stuff. And and I think the reality of this is, in my opinion, uh, catastrophic disclosure. Even if the government came out like this guy's saying and said mm-hmm. that hey, aliens are actually who created us, that doesn't disprove God. Still, to me, it doesn't. Even if you say, you, by the way, the government would have zero proof of aliens creating us. They would have no proof. There's no way they could have any proof that aliens created us. That's just like all their other bullshit scientific theories. Why couldn't they have evidence of that? There's no way they could have evidence. Why? Because there's. I just don't believe it. 
It's, it's, it's the same Because you way don't in, believe it? That's not giving me proof. Because because there is a there is a evidentiary time scale of things that we can prove. Like we are a civilization now that supposedly can't get back to the moon from the yeah, 60s. Yeah, but we also can but, prove that we've seen aliens way past, yes. like, you know, caveman exactly. years or whatever. Exactly. But that still doesn't prove that it, we're, we came from aliens. It doesn't prove anything. I mean, okay, look, look at the pyramids, though, Chad. Sherry. Humans did not make the pyramids. Science theory, though, <laughs> says that uh, we came from monkeys. I mean that's a, that's that's literally a scientific theory, which I is know, I'm in not my opinion about bullshit. Scientist. Okay, so what is your point? My you prove point my, is, prove your point to me. I, my point is that prove your point to me. The government can't tell us who we came from. Exactly. That's what you're trying to say. Exactly. No, they, they can't, can't do that. No way possible. Because if you think about, so you're our, proving my point. Well, maybe we're on different pages and the same page at the so same time. So you're proving my point. Government cannot tell us who the hell we came from. No. They can't even figure out how COVID started, supposedly, even though they know oh, exactly okay. how COVID. I guess I misunderstood Because you. they played God during COVID, and and, yeah. and they lost, and well, or won. It depends on how you look at it. But regardless, I'm what saying I'm saying there's is, a God, is what I'm saying. Okay. And I don't think there's any way that any government can prove otherwise. No, they can't prove or disprove. That's the thing. I mean, that's what I'm trying to explain is like everything that we construct ourselves in in knowing is theories today. Mm -hmm. And even if and even if I mean, even the theory of relativity, theory of physics, uh, the physics or pi, um, uh, pi. gravity is a is a theory. (laughs) Right. We don't even know what the hell gravity actually is. Right. And Uh, I never even knew that until like a year ago. And I grew up my whole life knowing this is what gravity is. It's because what they tell me to believe, I'm supposed to believe it. Or what's in my textbook, I'm supposed to believe it. But the reality is that everyone on the face of this planet is indoctrinated in some way. Yeah. Everybody. We all are. There is yeah. not one person that is not. Oh, absolutely. Because when you're born, you are immediately indoctrinated into whatever it is that your is the belief believe. system. And it your, doesn't matter. Well, yeah. in your parents' belief system. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the learning behavior of going to the bathroom and mm-hmm. how, you, how you use the bathroom. Guys use the bathroom standing up. Mostly, except well, who knows nowadays in 2024. <laughs> well, um, girls can stand up too because they have that new like little oh trigger thing on t- TV. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like a little <laughs> pee thing that girls can use now. Well, that's good. <laughs> so there, go check that out on TMU. And there are some guys that choose to sit down while they're peeing nowadays, <laughs> and this is just the way of the world nowadays. I mean, you know, you got there's there's also a reason why we have a lower uh, lower. <laughs> Entry rates, uh, recruitment rates in our military because more guys are sitting down on the in the toilet peeing. So uh, that is a fact. Anyways, it's not a fact. We don't know. But Chad, it's a I joke. think I caught you sitting down on the toilet the other day. No, you definitely did not. Maybe. Shut up, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> I definitely did not do that. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. <laughs> but anyways, um, here's the thing. Let's let's not get into the weeds. I think catastrophic disclosure for the government is, in my opinion, I don't. I don't think they're trying to say that. Oh my God, we're so scared that people are gonna not believe in God. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. They don't want you to believe in God because if you guys understand this, is that they want you to believe in them. 
They the are God. Yes, the they government. Are, it's I like mean, pharaohs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, they are God. They are the mm-hmm. kings. They are the almighty, the right. all-powerful, the right. elite. They have the money. They control you. So don't tell me they don't want you to believe in God because that's bullshit. Okay? So it's not a religious context of why they don't want to disclose. It is because I think they don't want the power to the people. And listen, these UFOs, non-human intelligence, could be God. It could be... It could be literally what the Bible says in in the end times. Uh, God is, is, or sorry, you will see signs from the heavens. The heavens means uh, air and space, and and in the Bible it says you will see signs from the heavens. Now I'm not saying it's true because I don't know. All I'm telling you is is in the Bible it does say that, and the government, especially a authoritarian government that wants to get a globalist movement, a government that wants to control all people, and they don't want you to ever believe that anything is more powerful than them, would obviously want you to not believe there is a higher anything than them. And it doesn't matter if it's UFOs, UAPs, God, whatever it is, they just don't want you to know that that even exists. They always want you to believe that there is nothing bigger and nothing better and nothing more powerful than the United States government, the UK government, the Chinese government, the Russian government, the Australian government. They don't want you ever to believe that there is anything outside of the freaking government because if they do, then they don't have full power and control. And that is the reality. That is why they don't want disclosure. If it if, if disclosure actually happens and they say, Yes, guys, there, are, there is these things that are far more advanced than we are. We cannot control these things. They get in our airspace. They do whatever the hell they want to do. And they're not killing you, by the way. Yeah. Here's I the mean, other thing. Well, they're not killing you. We don't know that for a fact, though. Well, they're not killing you on a mass scale, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because we do have reports of potentially uh, close encounter contact that, you know, people have been killed. But but I don't know. But hopefully those people went to uh, alien heaven. Alien heaven or just heaven? <laughs> or just heaven. It could be either. You don't know. It could be both. And um, I should, we should not even be laughing about that because that really did happen absolutely. to a lot of people. Well, it doesn't matter how anything so, happens. I could die of a heart attack right now. The house could collapse. We could blow up. Yeah. We could or have a gas leak. You could die from somebody sticking a knife up your butt. Uh, we're not even going to go on that, dude. Because that pisses me off. We're so. going to go on that in another episode. Um, and uh, No, not mine or Sherry's. But... uh other like women but guys i I want your opinion though i want you to reach out to us on our facebook or on our x i want you to tell us what you think catastrophic disclosure really means because in my opinion i think catastrophic disclosure means that it gives more power to the people and the government oh by the way um i think we were not done with our clip even though do we want to finish the clip Mm -mm. you don't want to finish it uh, we're, 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 let's play. A, let's 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 play a couple more minutes. Here you go. It's while that's hard to come to grips with and to manage because sometimes it's it's overwhelming. It's a whole lot at once. That would be seen as a positive. That's we're enhancing the human, you know, uh, machine. Now on the flip side of that, <laughs> when we have these hitchhiker effects, it's usually negative. You know, we've seen this with you know Skinwalker Ranch. They wrote a book called Skinwalkers of the Pentagon, where literally people in the intelligence agencies were going out to Skinwalker Ranch coming back home and bringing paranormal effects with them. That was spreading like a virus. They were giving it to their kids, and the kids would go to school and, and transmit it to neighbors and friends at school and that kind of stuff. People were seeing werewolves. People were having all sorts of poltergeist and paranormal things happening in their houses, and it was terrifying. It was terrifying. So this is the flip side of the coin. So we see how with you know close proximity to the phenomenon, 
you can have either these amazing, beautiful, magical effects, these enhancements to the human you know, spirit, or you can have these detrimental effects, like uh, almost like a, a disease or a virus um, causing basically like manifestations of internal fears and things like that. So you can see how moving forward, it's less about, oh, there's aliens out there and we're not alone in the cosmos. I think we're way past that. I think everyone knows that. It's more about this is consciousness related. Like this has to do as much with the human psyche and as much with consciousness in general as it does with the cosmos is huge and, you know, the <laughs> law of averages. If you look at how many stars there are and planets around stars and there's bound to be other civilizations. Yes, that's a given. We know that. But it's much deeper than that. That's what they're realizing with the phenomenon is only a small part of the phenomenon is actually like nuts and bolts, flying saucers and aliens. Most of it is these spiritual things, these paranormal things, these time things that don't really make any sense to us. There's so much behind the scenes. There's so much about this that's metaphysical, um, way beyond parts that are physical. And the fear with catastrophic disclosure is that all of this is going to happen at once. And instead of like happening to small groups of people where we can kind of go and study them, you know, they've labeled it Havana syndrome. We now think Havana syndrome is actually part of this phenomenon. Um, you know, we can study those people, we can isolate those people, we can medicate those people and help those people. But what if this happens to billions at once? Um, that's the risk we take with a catastrophic disclosure. That's a risk we take if there's actually this, people say, why don't they just come land on the lawn and, and shake our hands and say hi? It's, it's too much for the average human brain, the average human psyche to handle the flood of not only emotions and, you know, changing thoughts, but the physiological and psychological effects that happens at the same time can cause people to literally go crazy. Um, and if that happens to one or two people, we can manage it. If it happens to 100, 200 people, we can manage it. If it happens to a million, we're in trouble. If it happens to a billion, no one knows what will happen. So when you see people talking about disclosure and people are rushing them and saying, hurry up, you know, tell us what you know and all these things, maybe... There's parts of this that we haven't really understood firmly enough and that they know that there could be these very unwanted <laughs> effects that could literally crumble society as we know it. Um, because I think we're way more fragile psychologically, mentally, and even spiritually and emotionally than most people realize. I think most people are hanging on by a thread. And if you just all of a sudden create this ontological shock and on top of it, give them psychic abilities they've never had before and on top of it, give them the ability to manifest their, their deepest, darkest fears, you know, and on top of it, everything is crumbling around them. So there's no support groups and there's nobody to come and rescue them and help them and stuff. And you do that to billions of people at once. That literally is the fear that we have right now with this catastrophic disclosure that some sort of a, a mass showing, a mass event, a mass encounter could literally create this catastrophic series of this domino effect of events that would happen that we don't know how to manage and it's possible that this is what happens to the great civilizations over time they get to a point technologically and spiritually and consciously where the phenomenon wants to come and show itself and interact and possibly it's too much and they crumble you know um there's nothing else that explains the the fall of every great civilization on earth um that's usually linked with some sort of a an encounter type thing and there's lots of information that points to interaction between the phenomenon and the greatest civilizations on earth and then also the demise and i don't think it's done purposely i think maybe they're trying to figure out how 
to integrate in a way how to, you know, do this mass encounter in a way that does not destroy humanity and civilization. Um, I think it starts up here. I'm going to start moving forward. I'm going to do more spiritual work. I'm going to start doing more, like, helping people um, get to know themselves, helping people accept themselves. Help- All right. So that I think that's good. Go but ahead, on another level, you know, my boss, she used to say all the time, we don't tell you everything that's going on behind closed doors, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to come to you for everything, you know, every person complains about your job or what you did wrong or blah, blah, blah. They said that they're only going to give us what we need to know because yeah. they don't want to put too much on us. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of this podcast, I kind of said the same thing with the government. Maybe, you know, they are afraid that it's going to be too much on yeah. normal Americans or normal people that have normal brains that cannot, you know, understand this level of comprehension of this level of different understanding of the life they know, mm. it will make them go crazy. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I, I, I agree with that on a, on a level, right? So a lot of what he just said, I agree with in some aspects. I, do, I don't think that, by the way, uh, catastrophic disclosure, which we've talked about in a few different ways, He's talking about it more in a way of like if we disclose it all at once and every, what's going to happen to all the people? Everything you've ever known is is like shattered. totally shattered. Yeah, and then your brain is like, "Holy shit!" I mean, that's like telling someone. Let's just give an example of a traumatic experience that you've had or that you would have. Say that you lost your kid. Say that you lost your. Oh God, that's uh, bad, baby. Say that you lost your 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 dad or your mom or someone very close to you. You know that feeling that was like you felt like everything was lost. You felt like you were your you, world came yeah, to an it, end. Yeah, you were like, oh my god, right? Maybe that's part of the 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 fear. But I think it even goes beyond that, right? Because you know, I, I think part of you know to to what I guess what he's saying in some way, and I'm just trying to break down what he's saying is part of what he's saying is even when you think about losing a kid or a father or a mother or a brother or a sister or a wife or a husband. Um, I think that part of the comfort level there is that you always, or at least for some people or a lot of people that are religious, at least, right? They say, well, they're, they're, they're in a better place. What is the first thing that everyone always says? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're in a better place. At least they're not suffering anymore. At yeah, least they're not doing this. Yeah, but that never gives me comfort for some reason. I know. It, it doesn't it usually doesn't me either. It doesn't You're right. You're right. You know, people are like, either. oh, yeah, they're in a better place. Well, how do you know that? I don't yeah, know that. You don't know that. You're right. Exactly. Um. But catastrophic disclosure, too, is like, you know, he said, you know, if, if everyone had a mass encounter, like like everyone's just going to be able to communicate with these things all of a sudden, that's not going to happen. Because even if the government comes out and says, you know, hey, th- these things exist. And it's you not going to change overnight. And, and, and you can communicate with these things. Uh, and here's, I mean, maybe if they told you how to do this. Oh, they're not going to give you a manual. Yeah, exactly. Like how to communicate. They no. don't want you to communicate. No. That's what we're talking about earlier. Yeah. Because, because, because that if they would did, destroy their control over us. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I and I really do think so. But you know, it goes back to biblical standpoints of like what is what is what is everything we've ever known? And you know, and, and this guy says, you know, he and he does actually break it down pretty well. And by the way, anyone that knows who this dude is, I don't actually know. Someone sent us this video. I literally have no idea who this guy is. One but of he, our people did. Yeah, yeah but he awesome. um but he is uh I, I think he's very smart about how he thinks about things, mm-hmm. and um, and he has a lot of good points here. 
And by and, the way, that was the ocean, if you guys yeah. didn't know. <laughs> yeah, he was by the ocean. But I, you know, I don't think everyone would have a mass encounter, right? I, I think... No. I, but I think more people would be inclined to try, right? Yeah. And you, I think you have to, number one, have an open mind. Yeah. Well, some people don't even have an open mind. Their mind is just open and it already comes to them, I think. Well, most people go to work, they go home, they cook dinner, they go to bed. Go to work, go home. Yeah, go they're to, in get, their get little dinner, bubble. Go to bed. They're in their little bubble. That's all their life is. This is I, those people. I don't think it's going to affect. Probably not. You no, know, because most of those people still, are going to hear this and be like, whatever. Yeah, dude. they're going to still do their normal life, and but it's the people that really like. Oh my gosh, I got to know more, and I got to think about this. And, and they try we, to harness it. Yes, and, and I think I've done that my whole life. I've tried to harness these energies that I've had. Yeah. Well, no, and you're going to have Christians, you're going to have belief systems out there that are going to say, this is demonic. Don't ever, don't Mm -hmm. ever say anything like this. Don't ever do this. But guys, I want to, I want to make something very clear. And, and, and I'll be a hundred percent honest. And, and, you know, especially I know so many of you guys that are listening are, have followed our Bible series. And so this is a little tidbit on an inside thing of what I've been thinking, but I, I truly think, and, and listen, whether these non-human intelligences are what we kind of, what the people that encountered these magical beings as such as God and, and Jesus and whoever in the Bible times and, and performed these miracles and saw these things ascending to heaven, a.k.a. the sky, and all these things, I don't think that we're obviously the first generation of people to see these things. Mm-hmm. And and so I think 100% there's a connection with our biblical and religious history and what we're literally encountering today. And I, and I do find some kind of weird connection, not weird connection, but I mean, when the Bible, the end times, it says, hey, when the end is near and I'm going to come back and I'm going to take you and we're going somewhere, regardless of however you want to look at that. You might look at that as an ancient alien astronaut theory where maybe maybe you're one of those people who are like, Yep. I'm going Eight, to Mars. No, yeah. Or, or you're one of those people that say aliens created us or whatever. Regardless, there are multiple Bibles. There are multiple religions that say, hold on, Sherry. Don't let, tell let, me. Let, sh- no, but listen, I, I want to finish this. Yeah. There are multiple Bibles that say that in the end times, you're going to see signs from the heavens. It's going to be overwhelming. You're going to know. You're not going to know the hour, but you're going to know. You're not going to know the hour of the day, but you're going to know when the time is near. You're going to know when it's soon. And so we're... Was a lot of these historical texts that kept warning us thousands of years ago saying that when you see all these signs in the heavens, mm-hmm. and, and we're not talking about heaven as in like a a, a Christian heaven. Right. We're, we're literally the saying skies. the heavens as the skies. Right. When, when, it, when it says in this historical context that you're going to see signs from the heavens when the time is near— and and we're gonna come back and we're gonna we're gonna win this war, by mm-hmm. the way. Because it talks about a war in the end. Um is this what we're seeing now? And and how like I, I I look, I don't think that everything in historical text and religion is wrong. I don't necessarily also think everything in historical religion and text is right. But I do think that we have to draw parallels and, and we gotta connect the dots in some of these things. And I and I think that because of religion we oftentimes discard everything outside of what whatever our belief system is. Meanwhile, we got to think about people like Elon Musk. And who's the other dude that's doing the uh, spaceship? That oh, he's actually uh, ahead Bezos, of him. Jeff Bezos. He's actually ahead of him. What happens if it's 
okay, let's just say it's the end of times or whatever, and the Savior's coming back or the Messiah is coming back. Or alien. Or whatever it is. And half of us are traveling to Mars to live on Mars. What What happens then? Well, they have full control anyway. They'd be gone too. So I don't know. I mean, look, there's no, look, I think, I think whatever this phenomenon is, is making it very obvious. It doesn't make a damn if we're going to Mars or not. Do you, do you really think that they're not more technologically and just every, Who's everything, they, when you say they? whatever these things are, it could be angels. It could be what the Bible described as angels from the prophets, from the witnesses. That could be what they're talking about as angels. But just say, let's say we left earth. Doesn't matter. During the time of the Messiah. Well, is the God is the is the God that we're referring to? Is he God of the universe? Or is he God of Earth? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so be, it doesn't matter. I guess you would come back to Earth, and you would not be going to Mars. Doesn't matter where you're going. <laughs> doesn't matter where you're going. I mean, you know, do you believe in one or multiple gods? Do you believe in one or a million gods? Do you believe in one or a billion gods? Because then all of that is very subjective, and and you know. It doesn't matter where the hell we're going. If we have the technology to go to another so galaxy. But I guess you're right, too, because if the real Messiah comes back to Earth, whoever the Messiah is, if it's Jesus or whoever it is, no matter where we are. It doesn't matter what the Earth, name is, dude. In space. In my yeah, opinion. It doesn't. It doesn't matter about the name. That's no. why I said whoever it is. I, I think I think. And I guess it doesn't really matter where we are on Earth or in space. Because that is, you know, the universal God that Maybe. controls all things. Maybe. Is what you're saying. We're theorizing. We're theorizing. Well, I mean, you're telling me, dude, listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not saying, dude, listen. Yeah, I'm that's just, what you're saying to me. <laughs> I'm just saying we're theorizing, though. We don't know. I mean, you know, all I'm saying is that the biblical text, it has a lot of parallels of what we're seeing today. You know, these miracles in the sky, these these things that move beyond comprehension. I mean, imagine even back in a day when we had no technology like we do today, you know, and I, and I think whatever these things are making it very obvious to us that they are far more advanced than us. And I think they made it very obvious thousands of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I don't know where this is not a Bible episode. I'm just saying that, you know, if you look at, if, if you don't look at historical biblical text, even in the Quran, the uh, you know the uh, the Holy Bible, the there's so many of them that go along the same lines, talking about things in the sky, ascending to heaven or the heavens, things that are un we we can't we cannot comprehend. This is not us. We are just earthly humans that, right. that have no powers and no control or no nothing. Right. And then we see these miracles happen in the sky, and this is what we're seeing today. What would the people three thousand years ago see today? If they saw these same things in the sky in certain places. Well, through our historical text study, I have learned that I think almost every religion, except for like Hindu and Buddhist, you know. Well, I don't like the e- Chinese religion, they don't even believe technically in religion. They, they believe in folklore. I don't know, folklore. but I'm just saying yeah. the major religions on the earth have the first chapters as the same thing. A lot of them, yeah. A lot of them have the creation story very, very similar. And even some of them, Quran and and the Holy Bible have the even the Savior story, which is Jesus. Even though they 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 differ on who Jesus was and all this mm-hmm. stuff, but right. but uh, they they still have the same text uh, in similar ways that he was a Savior and he's going to come back. But also beyond all of the religious side, they also very they have very 
um, similar or exact accounts of these things in the sky. These these beings, these magical things. There were even many accounts in the Bible where the the Moses or whoever didn't even know if it was God or not. He he just said that these were angels mm-hmm. that were talking to him and doing all this crazy shit and, and burning bushes and, and all this stuff. He didn't know if it was God. He even but, said that he didn't know it was yeah, God. But, he just said that he just figured it was God because they were so magical. Also looking in the sky, too, we have to remember in Bible times, they used the stars for everything. They used it as a guide for their calendar, the sun, the moon, everywhere everything was going and how the constellations were changing that they used the sky as their guide. Yeah. And I want to actually, so we're, we're, we got to like put that in account too. Yeah. I hope we're going to have a guest on very soon about that. Cause, um, Nathan has hooked us up with someone that is wrote a book on this and, and man, when, when, even when Nathan explains it, even though he's not the writer of the book and all this stuff, but he's been explained by this, mm-hmm. I was pretty like, and then, and then he kept, he was he was asking me questions like, so what do you think happened after this and after this and after this? And eventually, I got it in the first four times he asked me. But as he was going deeper, what what do you think happens after this and after this many years? And but I was don't like, you hate when somebody asks you a question and you're not sure of the answer? No, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> but when they explain it, it's like, wow, I never would have thought of that. But, yeah, but, but this is what this author deeper. Yeah, this I is guess. what the author. But it connects 100. Mm-hmm. percent And 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 I think that storyline of. Of, of the whole historical part of that is, is insane. But guys, before we get too deep into this, um, catastrophic disclosure, this is what it is. I think the government is hiding something. I think that is not for your benefit. I think it's for theirs. And um, what is that? We don't know. We're hopefully going to find out. Do I err on the side of controlled or catastrophic disclosure? I, 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 I say it should be a shit show disclosure. Just let everything happen. Let it, let the, let it, oh, let, let the let cards it, freaking let... lay where they lay. Oh gosh. Because, look, know. in some ways, we're already there. I mean, in some ways, this world is already in, in but chaos. But if you do the, tr- the trickle effect and give us a little bit at no. a time, nope. we're more able to handle that, no. or most people. But most people don't even know that we have biological stuff. No. Most people don't Most watch people don't that believe stuff. it. Most people right. don't even believe it, though. So, I don't know. Well, all I'm saying is that this world is already a shit show. I mean, I guess you could say that you would release this stuff, but maybe it would help the world. I don't know. I just think the government's hiding it more for their benefit, not ours. Yeah, and and, and that's and the that's, main point. Yeah, and, I and, and I think that's the main point. I think yeah. if you look at Dr. Stephen Greer and CE5 and some of the stuff he talks about as far as communication potentially with these things, whether it be prayer, you think about prayer, communicating with a God, a a higher power. Yeah, it's the same um, thing. Is it potentially the same thing? Is it is it saying that hey, I'm going to pray something so hard that I believe so hard, so mm-hmm. so faithfully. But when that you're this praying, you're not just talking to yourself. You're praying up, you know, out there. Yeah, I mean, and and you you look at the laws of attraction and things that you speak into the universe, the things that you truly wholeheartedly believe, no matter what. You're going to make sure it happens. You're going to speak it into existence. You're going to put it on a board. You're going to write it out. You're going to say, this is going to happen. This is what I know is going to happen. Some people say that that's a prayer. There are people out there that pray and pray and pray, and they never truly actually believe the prayers they're praying. They're hoping that the prayer works, but they don't believe the prayer works. But and, and there's and, some people that pray only when they need God. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm probably one of those. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I think a lot of people are, and I'm, pro- I'm definitely probably one of those as well. But guys, that's going to be it for this. It's two hours, man. We got so much to talk about. We don't know all the answers, okay? Believe it or not, Sherry and I do not know all the answers. (laughs) 
But guys, we got so much stuff to talk about this week. We are so glad we're back. We love each and every one of you. Um, if you like us, go follow us on Facebook, on on X. Name of this song is Caroline. Mark Torch featuring Raphael. Till next time, peace out. Peace out, guys.